Previously on The Worst Adventures Enmity. In the world of Cindeloria, people are either born with or without magic, and in the realm of Varzite, people with magic have been branded so that they can't use it, in fear of another resurgent evil mage like the one that existed so long ago. Lucas is a knight with the Knights of Amnesty, and his mortal enemy is named Petra. They had met recently in an underground dungeon where they fought as they had often before for an ancient relic. The Syndicate of Secrets is an evil organization, and Petra is one of their seekers. They were disappointed with her performance, so they assigned her to a solo mission to find a hidden relic in an underground temple. Lucas's group sent him on a similar solo mission, and soon the mortal enemies found each other staring once again at the same relic in the same dungeon. Except this time, things got weird, because Lucas touched it, there was a big explosion, and now they're trapped together. time back uh, and let's head to the syndicate syndicate of secrets seekers hideout earlier this very night Petra you had been packing for this trip and began to wonder if you might as well pack your whole room the thought crept into your mind for a moment as you glanced over to see your two paintings displayed in your room uh, your reflection is interrupted by an ever-recognizable though perhaps gentler than usual knock at your door you are certain this knock is coming from Billiam Boom Boomhauer. Yes. Hi, hi there, buddy. I heard you're going on a bit of a solo mission. Very exciting. Eh? No. Well, I'll, I've got something from you for your journey. I've got something for you. Oh. I'll tell, uh, this is a, a great item from an ancient crypt of a necromancer so foul that they removed every other body of the cemetery just before laying his wretched corpse to rest. And uh, you look in his hand and he's holding a small bracelet uh, fashioned out of what's like dried bones that has a string through them. And in the middle, there's three teeth that have black lettering showing it BFF. <laughs> Sorry, is this also where he got the skull that he gave her last episode? Perhaps. <laughs> uh, and he holds up his wrist to show that he has an identical one as well. Oh, boom, that's charming. This is a, a, a mighty powerful bracelet certain to protect you from all sorts of danger. With the power of f friendship? Precisely. I understand. Listen, I know this is a bit of a journey, but we have to stay devoted to our cause. I mean, we, we're doing good work here. And I think knowing you, no matter what happens, uh, I think you have kind of the best interest in mind, and I, I believe in your, your highest sense of, of justice and all of that. I mean, we really are meant to make this world a better place, aren't we? You're right. Thank you, Boom. Of course. Hey, Boom, I got that that box you were, you were asking for. Here's all the left arms from the cemetery. Oh, no way, it's amazing. All right, uh, don't make the world a better place. I'm gonna go play with some body parts. Um, okay. As in like, <laughs> not like, yeah. I'm gonna go do what I always do and leave this room abruptly. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, fast forwarding back in time to the dungeon. The ceiling has quickly been covered by large pieces of debris. Uh, you carefully uh, look around and you see that the ceiling is kind of just held together by tons of rock. It's about six feet above your head is where the ceiling is. Otherwise, the room is about 15 feet wide, 15 feet long. Um, it's a small chasm of rock you've fallen into, and it doesn't appear to have any entrances or exits. It's a pit of harsh stone, to say the least. Um, and now, so where we last left off, we kind of got a little, a little silly with things, but you did fall quite a distance. And at first, you didn't really notice the pain of it uh, when you go for the wand. So to discover who gets there first, let's let's first discover how hard you took the fall. Uh, so let's do with like a retroactive dexterity save. A d20. 
dexterity saving throw in this game of Dunkin' and Dark. Natural 20. You're joking. I'm not. Oh my I God. do not like you. 22. 22. Hey, I also got a 22. Okay, so so you're both you're both fine from the fall. You were able to, to you know, land somewhere safely enough. You were, uh, Petra, you're probably dodging through the air, like, past some debris that was falling with you, and then stuck a cool, like, pose landing. And um, funny enough, like, there was, like, enough buildup of dust that was, like, essentially, like, a large <laughs> pillow that you <laughs> fell on. Yes. I just kind of Boom. always. Yeah. Always. I'm using skill to get through things, and it just happens that it's mess. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Let's see now. Just um, I'm gonna say say an acrobatics check to see who got to the. Because the last thing you did was dove for the wand. Yeah. You're kind of at equal distance away from it. Um, you're both uninjured from it, so there's no kind of hinder there. Okay, so you barely both of you kind of dive for it. You're both, like, prone on the ground, but it's in your hand, Petra. Okay, I'm looking for any, like, like my surroundings, like, exits. I'm thinking, like, like my brain's very much, like, exit plan. But... Sure. Whoa, so... whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you... The wand... I've been sent to get the wand. Funny enough, I've also been sent to get the wand. What? And you used it, so um, I think it's my turn. I didn't. I didn't use. I just touched it. I, just, I they just reacted. Oh, I you didn't just use touched it. it, and then things started happening, and now you're just protected by this. Okay, sure. I yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going uh, on with this shield floating around. The shield me, is just floating. <laughs> yeah, I've, that I didn't do this. You, How? You. Me. You. And that's why you... How presumptuous of me to assume that you grabbed the wand and did not use it. Anyway, I'm looking for exits. <laughs> uh, at this point, the, the shield finally pitters out. Uh, make an investigation check. Let's see what, what all you're able to see in this room. I'll say also the room... Natural 20. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I was just excited about that natural 20. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So we'll get into the that, I guess, <laughs> okay. in just one second. Sure, um, yeah, sorry. You are looking around the room. I, I should say it is pitch black. Do either of you happen to have dark vision? Yes. You do. Yes. You both have dark vision. You don't even need any source of light. Although yeah. there is still, uh, actually it passed when the shield passed, but the glow of the ward on the upper part of your palm has faded. Uh, it is back to, so to say, normal. Mm. Good cool. to know. Um, so with a natural 20, uh, you look around, and the first thing you find is um, kind of etched into the wall, uh, or like one of the walls, because you can see there's a bit more geometry. It's, it's more like four-sided room as you look around. Mm -hmm. uh, on one of the walls, there is uh, writing in four parallel lines about two feet up off the ground. Kind of long vertical lines that have strange symbols you do not currently recognize, and that what's what languages do you speak? I speak common, elvish, thieves' cant, and undercommon. Okay, it is none of those languages. Uh, common, halfling, and primordial. Yeah, yeah, it's none of those either. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's that's there. This this strange thing. Mm. Um, why don't you why don't you both for me do a history check about about these. This sort of writing, because you've definitely heard a lot of mythology. But let's see if you can put two and two together about this this thing. <clears throat> Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, both of you, both of you have a an okay familiarity with this, at least enough to be able to say this. This is the writing patterns, although it's not very commonly used. It is used sometimes by the horrific creatures of the underground called mind flayers. Uh, what you know of Mind Flayers is naturally just part of living in your world and the work that you do. You know that Mind Flayers are a horrific sort of creature from, legends say, outside of this world. They use their squid-like tentacles to attack their prey and feast on their memories via eating their brains. Of all the dangers of the deep, none are as viciously intelligent as these alien aberrations. Um, and you did roll a natural 20. So, uh, this wall where the writing is, mm -hmm. you discover to be mostly illusionary, and you can walk through it. 
Okay. <laughs> so as I'm like, oh, how how oh presumptuous of me to assume. Oh, I, you must have been in a, a reaction you had. Your hand glowing. I... You must be allergic to this. So I'll just I'll keep it for your safety, and mm. I'm gonna walk to, toward that wall. You walk towards the wall. What do you do? Um, can I like put my hand on it? Yeah, it goes through. Okay. <laughs> so first, so first you cast a, some sh- shield around me and make us fall into a cave, and now you're just making walls disappear. <laughs> you sure you're not the magic one? Um. I do get up and follow her. Okay, and you guys press through and you find that you are in a deeper system of caves and there's all sorts of different directions and stuff like that. Now, back at Dungeoneering 2B. Uh, Dungeoneering Group group 2B, uh, it's building, it's kind of dormitory and all of that, and the Knights of Amnesty uh, stay in Tictary, right? All of that. Mm -hmm. Lucas, you had been packing as quickly as you could teeming with excitement for this solo adventure. On your way back to your room after your talk with Sir Humplesop, uh, you had gotten strange looks from some of like your your kind of flatmates from a, from about. Uh, but you couldn't discern what they seemed so hesitant about. You might remember an insight check we did last session. Mm. You watched. Mm-hmm. I think it was a five or something. something Real like nasty. That. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but you did still see that they kind of were looking at you in a way that they haven't before. Hmm. Um... So you went in your room and pack, you stepped out of your room, and go ahead and make a perception check, because you can hear some voices talking in slightly hushed tones. It sounds like there's a group of people in the common room. Uh, 19. A 19, okay. So you're, you're able to pick up a good amount. Um, you hear, uh, he's on his own this time. Do, do you think it'll happen again? Uh, what's up with the chalice, then? I'm really unsure. And then, quiet, 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 he's coming out. Kind of, those are in between other hushes that you don't quite do to hear a full breadth of, but that's what you pick up. I can text this this array of words to yeah, you. I, I, okay. I got the gist. Uh, Lucas kind of rounds the, the corner to, and approaches these two and kind of like puts a hand on each of their shoulders mm-hmm. and it's like, well, well, boys, wish me luck. <laughs> this is my big day. Finally getting a chance. So, looking back at you is the entirety of Dungeoneering Party 2B. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all around a couch. Um, your arm is on, on two of your compatriots, uh, one of them known for his expert healing abilities. The other uh, is known for his ability to cl- climb trees and keep lookout whenever people go into dungeons. Uh, two of your friends there. Uh, and looking back at you is Nelson uh, among them, and he has uh, some luggage sitting next to him. He goes, oh, uh, hey, Lucas. Nelson, are you are you off on an adventure too? Well, uh, in ways, yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's a, uh, a way to think of it for sure. Um, well, the, so they're moving some people around. Uh, I, I think they're gonna move me up north for some stuff. Ooh. I, I, I was, I was going to, and it gets cut off by Sir Humplesop, uh, now joined by Bitma Vaxelhide, uh, the kind of knight in charge of the whole dungeoning operation. Sir, Mary Hart, let's get her going. There's much to do. All right, I'm I'm excited. See you soon, friends. Nice. Uh, you step forward, um, and as you as you go down the hall, Bitma, uh, you know, Madame Vaxelhide, she takes a small uh, metal pin and hands it to you. It has four quarters of white. Um, it's like split into four quarters of, of white and blue, right, like checkerboard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the center, there's a tiny green emerald. Uh, she says, oh, "No, this is for your armor. Uh, should things get dangerous, this will signal us if you, if you are, you know, unable to to administer a healing potion or, or something like that. It'll it'll help keep you good since this is a, a solo mission. If you just put it just right on your right on your breastplate, oh, it's the best place for it. Thank you. Of course." Pin it to my my breasts plate. Back in the cavern, you guys are wandering essentially. There's a few different things. The first choice you have to make is is going kind of left or right. You're at a T out of the room you started in. Uh, and they're just rocky walls, there's stalactites and mites. Um, it seems like there's light just around the corner, both directions. 
like from a torch or a candle or something. Well, I don't know what you're doing, but um, unless you want your pretty little brains eaten out, it's probably a mind flayer or something. Well, uh, well, obviously. I mean, I saw the the writings on the wall. It's a mind flayer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, you don't have to stick with meat, though. That's not necessary. I mean, from my my training, uh, I know the obvious way to go is right. So. Oh. Then I should go left, right? Sure. If that's what sort of misguided teachings you learned at your, uh, your, your whatever. Mm. I'm not sure I should take advice from you. It's a little ironic that you're fighting against magic and then you just did some. I go left. <laughs> I go right. Okay, so you guys split up. <laughs> um, what you notice, because it, it takes a good amount of distance and you guys kind of get pretty far from yourself, from each other. Uh, it seems just as you reach the corner, it's like the light shifts back and now it's just behind another corner um you press through uh and now you have a t-shape uh in front of you um like or sorry because four corners you can go straight left or right um for you petra there's light just to the left for um for you uh lucas the light appears to be straightforward we have three choices each of you so lucas where do you go straight left right Uh, straight. Okay, so you go straight, and the light still kind of seems to elude you just barely. Uh, you continue going, and you find that uh, it seems to be pressing through, and then the light dims out in the distance. And ahead of you, you can tell it enters kind of into a larger room instead of like these narrow hallways that the cavern has turned into. Uh, and it's a darkness your eyes can't pierce. Mm. Uh, okay, so I've got this. So big cavern opens up in front of me with like a darkness. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, I think Lucas just like sort of readies his sword. Uh huh. So it just sort of calls into the darkness. Just come out, foul beast, and face me. There's horrible beasties you can hear within there, just kind of coaxing you. You can feel like a presence kind of trying to pull you in. For seconds, you think you see different pairs of little eyes lighting up, tiny little, tiny little eyes. Hmm. Yeah, I turn and uh, I, <laughs> Lucas kind of does like hearing these, these creepy voices. He just does like an about on one heel, just says, well, there were two other paths. <laughs> so you go back, you go back to the intersection, and you find this time it's like a Y shape. Okay. It does not match what it was before. Hmm. Well, uh, uh right again. <laughs> All right, so you, you head off right following no source of light or anything, but piercing into further darkness. Petra, which way did you go? I followed the light. You followed the light. Uh, so you continue following the light, you go through, and then you see that it opens up into a large room. It seems that there's a bit of uh, kind of land and then it opens up into uh, dark, there's like black water. And you see the light now is a tiny little source, a tiny little dot of light that hangs over the water. You can see its reflection in the water. Uh, yeah, it's a small little gold particle of light in this large like 80 foot across room. Okay, and there's no, like, bridge or dock or anything? It's just, like, water? Uh, no, it's just water. There's rocks and stuff like that. There's kind of a huge giant stalagmite. Mite is from the ground, tight is from the top. Am I correct? That's a great question. Sure, huge giant stalag bottom thing. <laughs> uh, that's, like, super huge and looks kind of brittle in nature. Mm. But that's that. Okay. Um. Tight's point. Tides point. Wait, hold up. Most stalactites have pointed tips. A stalagmite is an upward growing. Okay, so yeah, stalagmites go up, stalactites yes. hang down. Yes! <laughs> I got it right. Um, so that's what you got in this creepy, creepy cave. Could I. Um, could I dip my hand into the water just to, like, test? You. Dip your hand into the water. Can you make a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Um, 16. 
16. Okay. So a, uh, a terrifying, like, hand covered in greenish sludge reaches out and grabs your hand. Uh, and it tries to pull you back, but you're able to resist most of, like, kind of the psychic effects of it. And you pull back easy enough. Um, but you felt the creeping feeling of, like, when you freeze up in a dream was there. So you pull back and the hand like goes and slowly sh- sleeps back into the water. Hmm. Trying to think. I want to get this little gold thing. <laughs> so you said there's a stalagmite? <laughs> stalagmite. It's huge. It's, it's like brittle. five feet across and about ten feet tall. And it looks it looks brittle, yeah. Okay. And this thing is just floating. It's not on anything. Yeah, it's, it's just floating. Just it slightly hovers up and down a little bit. Mm. But it's in like the middle of this big old pond whose depth unknown. Hmm. 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 Well, while I think I'm. Mm, am I? Never mind. Never Sorry, mind what. I was thinking about taking a potion of healing because I am down half my health. <laughs> well, I you are down half your health. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. So you pull it out. I drink feel it so much better. Drink it down. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go. And you find a small triangle too, and a whole little band of, of friendly people there to make fun noises with their mouth. No. no. <laughs> um. Can I look around the room and see if there's anything I could, like, do a little, um, parkour? Yes. <laughs> um, there's... Besides the stalagmite. There's, actually, what you find is there's, um, kind of hidden a little off to the corner, there's, uh, four kind of medium-sized crates. What does a medium-sized crate mean? Uh, it's about, like, two feet, two feet edge like that, I would say. Okay. So, so, yeah. Um, some of them are in better condition than others, but they all look like they'd probably float. And then actually also some rope. There's about 40 length of, like, thick rope. Hmm. And there's a, am I on a a bank? Is it kind of like a bank? Are you on, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect description. You're on a bank. (laughs) Is there anything I could tie a rope to? If not, I can just use my Uh, attacker. There's stalagmites and heights, some of them looking sturdier than the big huge one. Okay. I would look for a sturdy stalagmite to tie the rope to. Sure. Um, and then I'd grab one of the crates and tie the other end there. Yeah. And then I would put it in the, sorry, put it in the water, mm-hmm. put it on, go on top of it, and then um, with, I'm trying to think if I can use something as an oar. Um, Nothing of mine has uh, enough surface area to act There as are multiple more. crates. I, I suppose. I just... I don't know how to do that with a crate. They're made of wood? I can break it off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were insinuating I that... I was, I was like, I can think of stuff to use. Sorry, no. I, I thought you were wanna... insinuating that I use an it use intact a whole crate. crate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, so I'll use another crate. I use break the it off. crate. Sure, yeah, just steal. So you crate. break it off. And then hundreds of spiders come pouring out, and they're all crawling and trying to crawl onto you and do a dexterity saving throw. Oh, but I like spiders. Hundreds of, of tiny little spiders. Um, 17. 17. So yeah, you're, you're able to dodge the way of them. Looking at them, they, they don't look like the friendly, nice kind. They look venomous. Oh. Uh, but you, you, you crawl away and you're able to get away from it, but you do have one clean board. Okay. That should be enough. Yeah. So I, I get onto the crate, um, and I use one as an oar, and I try to... Heck yeah, do, do, uh, do a check. Do an acrobatics check, do sure. Do a kind of check. Right? Acrobatics makes sense. You're trying to balance. Sure. Uh, 16. 16. You get down there, and you get right up to the oar as it draws ever closer to you. You're floating and looking down in the water occasionally. You can see what looks like masses of, of just, like, flesh arms kind of overlapping and tumbling over each other every now and then, and the flight hits them. Boom would love this. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a little scared to grab it with my hand, but... Um, I suppose I will. I should go for it. I'll try and grab it with my hand. Uh, you grab it with your hand, mm-hmm. uh, and just as you do, it kind of explodes into a sheen of light that covers the whole room 
and then a direct line kind of bursts from it in like a ray and hits that big old stalagmite, the big brittle one I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And out of it, kind of this a, a whirling wind of, of uh, like brittle, uh, dusty looking rocks kind of held together by this phantasmal white energy. And it says, <gasps> I am the spirit of this pond. Hello, this is a lovely pond. Who waketh me? Uh, um, do we ever introduce each other to each other? Do we know each other's names or no? I think I think you've picked we, it up from have... your from your Sorry, I just, investigations. Yeah, you could cut this. I just was, I didn't want to say something. In it. No, I'm it about it. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like we know each other names names yeah. at this point. Uh, my name is Lucas. Lucas! Lucas what? Um... Butthead. Lucas Butthead? Yes. Lucas Butthead, what do you know of the realm of ghosts? The realm of ghosts? Of ghosts! What do I know about the realm of ghosts? What, what, does your character have any, any training with ghosts and stuff? Any personal knowledge? Um, only anything Boom would tell me if he knew anything. Sure. So. Um, what, what Boom tells you is every now and then he has to fight off ghosts who don't want him stealing their bodies. Okay. Um, usually there's... Do a history check, okay. I guess. <laughs> uh, 19. Sweet. 19. Um, you know, oftentimes ghosts have kind of uh, something that ties them to this world. I mean, right, we know general kind of real life earth ghost lore yeah. right but it, so a lot of that applies here in this world as well as far as uh, ghosts might have unfinished business or stuff that needs handled mm -hmm. uh, and now you have rising from the water the ghosts of different kind of figures and he says my children are lost they've been living in this pond for too long do you need someone to bring them home will you take my ghosts if you tell me where their home is. They they came from many parts of our world. Sure. <laughs> Children, this is wonderful. Your host. And the ghosts oh. all start going towards you, reaching out their hands towards your face. There's 12 of them. Oh, no. <laughs> start growing. Guys, just start rowing. Uh, meanwhile, Lucas, you, uh, were, you were, you were at this Y, there's mm -hmm. no light to follow. You went right? Yes. Uh, you went right and you're walking and then you look forward and there's just a long hallway meeting at uh, a left turn, but there's a hallway about 20 feet across. Sure. I just keep walking. And a trap springs. <laughs> mm, yep. And catches you in the leg. Uh, or I guess do a dexterity save to see how, how bad it be. 17. 17. Um, okay, so you, you take half damage of this, which is one divided by one, which we'll call one. Okay. Uh, as this, as a dart kind of pierces through and there's a wire attached to it and kind of wraps around your one leg, it's not effective to, like, stop you or anything, mm -hmm. but it hurts. Ow! Uh, <laughs> uh, damage. Yeah, uh, I mean, I Ow. use my sword to cut any rope free from my leg. Yeah. And I keep walking, and I turn left. So another trap spring. Uh. It's 20 feet. Make another deck save. 12. 12. Okay, you take the full two damage this time. Dang. Of piercing damage Dang. as it catches your other leg now. All right, uh, fool me once, shame on you. you. <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me. Third time, fool me thrice. I'll make an investigation check. Sure, check investigation or perception. I'll do perception. Sure. 17. 17. You look, and had you kept going, there was another pressure plate. Mm -hmm. You look up, and it would have just dumped bugs all over you. Oh, Creepy no. crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Centipedes, slimy beetles. Slimy beetles. Dragonflies somehow got in the mix. <laughs> that sounds kind of pleasant. I like dragonflies. On your face? Mm. They're covered a in poo-poo. Poo. They're covered in poo-poo. They are. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I avoid the poo-poo the pressure plate. Cool. You do. Uh, furthermore, you, you, you uh, step past another pressure plate where you see it had kind of 
captured before someone else. Uh, there's a skeleton that's been pierced four times and like brought into the wall, very Indiana Jones style. Mm. Um, and it looks like a very, very kind of aged skeleton. You could do more to try and figure out how old it is, but it looks like it's been here for a lot longer than you have. Uh, Buster. <laughs> I'm just going to keep moving on. Keep moving on. Uh, you turn left, uh-huh. and uh, there's another long hallway. I, I <laughs> check for traps in this hallway. Sure. So I'm going to use a lucky point. <laughs> that was a natural one. Oh, goodness. Uh, 17. 17. That's more like it. <laughs> um, cool. So you see uh, a few more of these kind of spike traps, stuff like that, that you've mm-hmm. gotten familiar with. I look, um, and, and at first I can't see anything, and then I kind of like rub my eyes. And then yeah. I can see things. Yeah, that's I exactly actually just had my eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> the lucky point was Lucas remembering to open his eyes God. to look for traps. You you absolute mess. What do you do now? I walk down this hallway avoiding the traps. You walk down avoiding the regular traps, but you didn't check for the magical ones oh. that were just at a high, slightly higher level. Mm. Uh, the whole floor like has like a little trigger. It kind of sinks down and then becomes a ramp. At a good like seventy degrees. Oh. And start sliding down. Do it do a deck save to see if you can stop yourself from sliding. But it's gonna be pretty difficult. Is it a natural 20? It was a natural 20. We can't roll three natural twenties in the second session. Oh my god. (laughs) So that's a twenty-two. You catch yourself kind of with all, with all of your limbs, mm-hmm. right? Your big old X. And you look down as some of the rocks kind of tumble and splash into some thick black water. There's a large creature of dusty stone kind of connected by phantasmal white energy. And there's a um, feverishly panicking paddling upon a crate, uh, Petra. There's also 12 ghosts trying to go down on her. I would say you're, you're pretty high in the air. The room is about like... 25 feet tall um and you are you are situated not far from this kind of stalagmite ghost monster okay Lucas kind of goes so so she thinks I'm the magic one and now she's talking to, to ghosts are you okay anyway uh <laughs> Lucas wants to slide down uh super cool uh slide down into this room and like as he's falling Slash into this ghost. Make, make an attack roll and then roll for initiative. Let's do it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a 13 to hit the ghost with my sword. You you let go of it, kind of sliding down more of the wall, uh, climbing off some of the rocks, pulling your sword, and diving down to slash into this creature. You catch it, you see dust kind of spark off of it, and it kind of turns to you and goes, Who dares enter? My name is Lucas Maryheart, and I am going to slay you, fiend ghost. Well, I, I thought he was Lucas. Wait. Have you been... Are you using my name? Lucas is a girl's name. And then he throws his arms <laughs> up and says, Prepare to die, you fool! <laughs> Whoa, that's a big fight that's about to happen. Just jumping in here real quick to say thank you for listening to this second episode of Worser Pod Adventures Enmity. Uh, we've been, uh, we hope you've been enjoying. Uh, make sure you check us out over on our Instagram. We post a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, so again, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Our next episode should go up in two weeks on May 14th. So we'll see you then. We'll get back to the action. So, Lucas, you just jumped down, plunging your sword in with a 13, which just hits. Nice. This horrible spectral beast. Part spectral, part dusty beast. rock. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the damage look like? The damage is looking like a uh, seven. Seven? Nice. Uh, piercing damage. It appears this monster was a little weaker than its kind of grandiose expression had seen, as you have taken already a good chunk of its life out. 
the ghosts are still pressing in. Uh, they don't look like they're like hostile or very like physically kind of challenging, but they are still just kind of going towards you. Okay. And all of that. I continue to so, so Well, there... so, so there's turns here. There's turns here. Okay. This monster's up first. Okay, question. Yeah. Did I land in the water or on land? You land or... on land on like a, a little peninsula okay. off of this, what did we call it earlier? The land? The sure. bank. The bank. Off the bank. Um, yeah, I mean, there's rocks still falling from this okay. kind of slant thingy. Uh, the big monster uh, takes its arms uh, up, and it, it's going to try and hit you. It's going to try and hit you. All right, that's the bottom line here. Okay. It rolls a natural one. <laughs> okay, well, that's not going to do it. How come I roll bad and you guys roll good? Okay, so he slams down... And like the ghostly energy kind of echoes off of him, uh, and the ground shakes and stalagmite falls and splashes into the water, almost hitting you, <laughs> Petra. Watch uh, it. <laughs> but it doesn't. You're still like, oh, just trying to trying to survive. Yeah. Uh, this one is pretty big, uh, but that's its turn. Petra, you're up. Um, do I see like an end to this like? To this room. Like this water I'm rowing in, like. I mean the bank, back from whence you came. Oh, but I but it just it looks like endless water. Uh, no, the room's oh. about, about like eighty feet wide. Okay, it stops, but it not does stop. to somewhere I can get off. But not to somewhere you can get off. Okay, the so bank. I need to be rowing the other way. I assume that's where you were. Okay, okay, I misunderstood. You're run out of and I by the way, so. Yeah, yeah, I thought it, I well I thought um. Never mind. I okay. There was like an opposite bank. Yes. Yeah, no, no, that, no, no. That, that's what I meant by rowing, but I would have known. So, mm -hmm. okay. Um. So they don't seem like they're trying to attack me, but they're just—they're going towards you. It doesn't seem like they have like a much of a physical form that they could harm you with. You deem them off at of first glance as like not that threatening. These twelve ghosts. Other than that, they're trying to like get in you as a host. Yeah, that's what's freaking me out. So as it should maybe. Yeah. Um. Okay, okay, um, I'm like, uh, uh, nice ghosty, nice ghosty, <laughs> and I, I, I honestly just want to get away, so I just want to get to the to bank. Just, like, do it all for Rowan? Yeah. Do, do another acrobatics check. Natural 20. Natural 20, okay, so it's pretty good, you're able, you're able <laughs> to get, more. you're able to get pretty far, uh, you're not quite off this wild ride yet, you got what looks like maybe another 20 feet to go. Okay. okay. Um, you've made it, like, 20 feet. You're in the middle of the pond, right? It's an 80-foot pond. You made mm -hmm. it 40 feet in the beginning, like 20 feet across, uh, and you're just kind of finishing up on your next turn. Okay, cool. Up next is Lucas. Oh, gosh. Okay, uh, this big ghost is still right in front of me? Right in front of you. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> take another slash at him with my short sword. Make your attack roll. Um, so that's a natural one. Okay, you you slash with your sword, mm -hmm. uh, and in doing so, it kind of bounces off of him, flies off of your hand, kind of ch -ch -ch bounces. It's up teetering at the edge of this kind of rocky formation and the deep water. Ah, your your beautiful sword. What with the my rock, beautiful sword? Of, what with my yeah. rock friend? What with your rock friend? Uh, I'm gonna use my my movement to to dive for my sword. Sure. So you dive over. Uh, I'm. I'm just do. Just do like a deck save to see if you can grab it safely enough sure. and not push it in. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So you you grab it. You have a hand on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that's your turn. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Bonus action stuff. Mm. Uh, nope. Yeah. Didn't think so. But this thing comes up now. It's kind of hovering over. You're prone on the ground, so it's gonna have advantage mm -hmm. on this. So it raises up its arms. Ooh. Ooh, a 21. That is going to hit. It sure will, buddy. It goes in with six damage. Okay. And it slams into you. Another one of these stalactites <laughs> falls from the ceiling, splashes in the water. Do a deck save, because this one fell close to you, Petra. Okay. Um... Does a big wave that carries you to shore. <laughs> Maybe. Um, a 25. 25, yeah. You, you steady your ground. It's amazing. You're, like, even you might be a little impressed, Lucas, from the fact that Pedro's able to stay afloat on, like, this rickety, rickety little crate. It is just, like, crate. What do you, what can I say? I value balance. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Pedro, it's your turn. Okay, um, yes. I would like to, um, can I use my bonus action, like, dash to get to shore sure 
And that then, makes sense to me. Okay. And then as my action, like, on the shore, can I aim my crossbow at the ghost attacking Lucas? Yes. That is going to be an acrobatic check first to see if you're able to get the rest of the way pretty successfully. Okay. Oh, it actually fell close to me. Sorry. One thing I've noticed as a DM is uh, things are really fun when you have them do a lot of consecutive rolls for the exact same I'm scale. not even joking, a natural 20. Oh my goodness! <laughs> How many is that this episode? That is, five that is my third episode. natural 20. <laughs> There's been five natural 20s this episode. We need to take this audio clip and promote it so people can know how batshit uh-huh. this campaign and, is and i think there's been three nat ones too because i've rolled two and you rolled one on rolled one yeah oh my god, god. Yeah. it's a natural 20 on my acrobatic you get to shore you do like a little like flip in the air maybe how much pizzazz is there how do you want to get off this wild ride how do you want to do this um are they just like still like oh, yeah come mm-hmm. to me i uh yeah i do a like a backhand spring <laughs> sure nice um, you, you stick your lantern and just kind of yeah and i grab my crossbow and aim it at the aim it make your shot and and i'll give you i'm gonna give you a point of inspiration because i was so badass wow yay i'm inspired by these ghosts i'm so flattered that they want to use me as a host Oh, so I'm making up for um, all those natural 20s. A nine. <laughs> a nine. Okay. Uh, that misses. Yeah. <laughs> you assume one of the arrow kind of like zooms like right over you, uh, your prone body, <laughs> into the wall. You're up. Can't no, just kidding. Yes, Lucas, you're okay. up. Okay. Uh, so I'm kind of laying on the ground. This ghost is over me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, just attacked me. I'm still kind of awkwardly holding my sword from where I just kind of nabbed it from falling in the mm-hmm. water. And Lucas kind of like, out of fear, kind of holds up his other hand. Uh, and as he, uh, as he, he's lying there, like, fire starts to sort of accumulate <laughs> on the edge of his hand. Okay. Uh, and then a blast of, of fire, a, a bolt of fire, some might say, oh. shoots from Lucas's right hand. I wonder what spell is happening. And, uh, I slammed into the ghost, or at least I would certainly like it to. Let's see if it does. Uh, that is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. That hits. Cool. It does the damage. And, yeah. That is 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, did you just roll a a good number on a good number? Yeah. Good job. A a 10 on a d10. Good job. Hey, thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he <laughs> he opens his and mouth. I mean, Lucas oh. is just staring at his hand, like, yeah, because he don't doesn't know what just happened. Like, yeah. he's amazed and terrified. And nice, you're you're once again the ward that has been branded into your hand is glowing. Uh, it's it's glowing, and it's at like half the glow it was before. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the gas thing opens its big old mouth. Uh-huh. It's like a big, like, tongue kind of made of just spectral energy and it's gonna go in for a big chomp at you. Oh, no. Are you, and are you still prone? I think, I think we haven't stood you. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh. Oh. One of them was a natural one, but the other one was a, uh, was it 16? A 16 hits. Okay. Let's see the damage. Ooh, look at that. Five. Five. I rolled two ones on two d6. Ooh. This is not looking great. Uh, it jumps, yeah, kind of chomps right into you. This creature does look very hard. Uh, the ghosts continue moving, and and finally one like barely just gets to you and is gonna try and touch you. It's a it's a 19. Okay, yeah, it just touches you. You turn back, and there's nothing behind you. Oh. Okay. Do I Had, feel any different? Uh, not immediately. Touch sure. you're up. Okay. <laughs> I go. Oh, God. Gosh darn it. God's damn it. <laughs> and I try again with my crossbow with that, that little ghost. Cause I, my thought process is that if I kill this big ghost man, these little ghost people will stop following me. Natural 20. Oh my god! I'm telling you, it's there. I'm not fudging. No! (laughs) That's hilarious! Oh my goodness. That is a natural 20. Make your. Do your attack. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's amazing. Do your damage with your crossbow, natural 20. I rolled low on the d8, if that makes you feel any better, so 10 damage. He had three health. There was a (laughs) 0% chance. I rolled a (laughs) 3. 
Oh my goodness, how do you want to do this? I go, God damn it, and I, I like try really hard, and I like tempted to hit Lucas, but I know <laughs> that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Sure, I, um, <laughs> Actually, I, 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 they're so close that mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel confident, right. like to do that and not hit Lucas. So then I aim it towards the wall and have it ricochet. It ricochets like off. Awesome. It catches him right in the center of the spine, and the creature as he the dust kind of crumbles off the spectral energy in its true form, kind of bumbles up into that tiny little orange light you had seen before. I understand. <laughs> and fizzes out. Okay, what about these little ghosties? The ghosts fizz out. And then you see a clear image of a man standing next to you. He's like clean shaven, he's got like a short haircut, um, kind of a crooked nose and all of that, wearing um, clothing that's not too unfamiliar to do a history check to see, because it looks uh, like not exactly like commoner clothing. A five. A five? Then never mind. It's, you're unsure of where it is, but it looks like slightly armored. Hmm. Uh, he goes, yeah, man, yeah, good job there. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I, I, Do you need something? Yeah, I was a ghost. I, I yeah, live I in your it. head now. Excuse me? I live in your head. Oh, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Hinklemeyer. Hinklemeyer? Yeah. Where are you from, Hinklemeyer? Ah, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, it was a long time ago. I was I was on a mission kind of down here, and I got stuck. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. All right. You mind if I just kind of rifle through? And then, like, memories just are, like, like fluttering through your mind. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I'm just checking around here. I want to make sure. I... Oh, man. You're a villain. I'm not a villain. What? Dude, you totally are! It depends on what story, what side of the story you're telling. I mean, no, don't get me wrong, I was too, but... Damn it. I didn't want to be with a villain. I thought you'd be a hero type. Oh. I'm not even going to save my soul. This blows. Uh, we'll deal with this later, Hinklemeyer. Um, um, do you, do you want help? Where am I? You're, you're not far. Okay. Uh, you're not far. Am I on the same her. piece yeah. of land? Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I thought it was like just this yeah, little this island kind of thing. Okay. It's like a peninsula. It's like it builds it. It's more rock than like okay. sand. But like he can just like walk by himself. Probably. He's a little hurt though. Yeah. I. I kind of. What's your health at? Uh, three out of twenty. Oh yeah. My so gosh. I would say I would say do a Constitution check. Sure. Save. <laughs> If you're telling me. <laughs> no! No! I watched it, I watched it, I watched it. No! That's a 24 with a natural 20. That's the sixth one this episode? Seven? I, I, That's the seventh in the entirety of our series. Seventh in the series, sixth in this episode. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I like this die. You guys! (laughs) So, hi, it's Clay. I'm editing the episode, and I can confirm that's the seventh natural 20 of this episode. Wanted to clarify that. Oh my goodness! Okay, natural 20, uh, you have a broken rib, but you are able to break through it, like, just fine. Okay. Rib schmib. I'm gonna drink one of the healing potions that I was given. Sweet. I believe it's 2d4 plus 2. Yep. Uh, Well, that's a natural 20 on the health potion. (laughs) Okay. Uh, alright. Feeling a little better. Um, okay. Okay. So you were, why, what's the deal with the ghosts? Um, I saw a light and I thought maybe that would help me get out of here. Um, mm. I was mistaken, obviously. You weren't, did you use the wand to summon ghosts? No, I touched the light and then a ghost was okay. summoned. Um, what's the deal with your light? My light? Um, oh, the, I, I don't know. I... I was just, I was on the ground, the ghost was attacking me, and I just held my hand up to sort of defend myself, and then fire came out. Hmm. I'm gonna turn around, um, head out of the room. Well, you turn around, and there's an image projected 
on the wall uh, behind you, like, like where you came from, mm-hmm. that hallway, uh, there seems to be like a bright, kind of whitish light projecting a shadow of a creature that looks about six foot tall. It has uh, kind of claw-like hands, it seems to be wearing some kind of robe, and you can see twisting tentacles coming off of its face. And it seems like it's walking closer and closer to where you are. The room? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, but it's a projection or it's a? It's like the sh- it's like there's okay, a light yeah, behind action, it. Action. Okay. Um, uh, the like, silhouette of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, there's no way out of here. The footsteps get a little hide. louder. Yeah, can we? Is that stalagmite still like kind of intact? I mean, there's a lot of stalagmites. A lot of stalags around. Um, a lot of stalags. Can we try and hide it behind stalags? Do a stealth check, each of you. <laughs> okay, there it is. Oh, yeah, there we go. We're getting there. We're making up for those natural yeah. 20s. Six. Six. Oh, 14. 14. Okay, well. But I'm a rogue, so yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you're hiding behind some stalagmites. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. The shadow um, kind of continues creeping around this, projected on the back wall of the cavern hallway as it gets closer and closer and closer, and then the shadow kind of stops as whatever has been projecting it rounds the corner. And standing at about two feet tall, is the most adorable little mind flare you've ever seen. He's in a tiny little black robe. His tentacles look slightly stunted and like a little a little roundish. That's so cute. Um, he, his features are still that of a mind flare. Yeah. Uh, but he just has like a little a little pump around him. He's he's levitating in the air. Uh, he looks pretty adorable in his little squid face. Um, he says, "Hello." Hello, the... Hello, I thought I heard something. Can we, like, see each other? Yeah. Okay. I, I assume we were, like, next to each other. Okay, I was assuming we were on the opposite <laughs> sides of the room looking oh. at it, like, behind. Okay, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you, you have, like, a, a sight line to the center of the room, but also okay. to each other. Okay, that works. As you guys make hand signals to each other. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. I, this I forgot podcast. this is not a podcast. <laughs> I, I'm making a gesture of like, what do I do? Like, yeah, we um, are shrugging at each and other. And then I, I point to the wand and I like and make like a shrug as in like, L- Lucas, I try Lucas, this? inside your mind, you hear, Lucas steps out and Hello! Oh, hello! Hi! How's it going? It's it's good. It's That's good. good. We're just we're just chilling. Oh, um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. You know, I a little bit of a broken rib, but that never hurt anyone. Ouch! I, I think it hurts anyone that it happens, sir. I suppose. Ouchie, I, but I'm ouchie. I'm tough. I'm man. Oh. I'm muscling through. That's cool. Um, what's what's your name, uh, friend? My name is Nobis. Nobis. No, Nobis. 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 The mind flayer gnome. <laughs> That's so cute. Ugh. Well, it is a it is a pleasure to meet you, Nobis. Likewise. Oh, uh, we. Uh, 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 so I can also see you. You you poked your head out a little bit. It's okay. Come on out. Hello. Hi. Uh, Nubis, can I tell you something? Oh. Uh, that very mean woman over there stole a wand from me. Oh. And that's sort of how I broke that rib, is, uh, is trying to get the, the wand back from oh. her. Oh. No, I would have to say that he broke his rib because he was fighting a ghost. Uh, that's... Who, which had nothing to do with the wand. Each of you make... Well, you make a deception check and you make a persuasion check. I'm so much better at deception. Then lie. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 13. <laughs> no. Okay, maybe maybe there was a ghost. Okay. And he kind of steps, steps closer, or no, he levitates closer to you. Um, as he kind of transfers, he, he holds out a hand and he's like, Buddy, you don't have to lie. All right, all right. No more, mo- no more lying. Uh, he holds out friend. his hand as if you were supposed to hold it. Okay, I'd hold his hand. Surprisingly warm, <laughs> comforting. Uh huh. Come, you, you, come, you, sir. Give me your hand. 
You too. <laughs> Look lost. <laughs> Why, yes, Nubis, we are uh, a bit lost. Um, okay, uh, I can help you out. Can I? Where are you from? Where did you enter these caves? Uh, in the, the Varzite Forest. Okay. Oh, you guys are, like, really lost. Is this your first time in the Underdark? I would have to say so, yes. Oh, sweet little children. And he, like, levitates high and, like, pulls you both, like, kind of into his tiny little torso <laughs> to, like, pat you slightly, if you'll let him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, come with me. I can help you down. Uh, and he snaps his fingers, and the little white light that had been trailing him is, is, is a tiny little drift globe kind of thing. It's a little contraption that produces light. Mm. kind of floats over to his shoulder. He says, oh, come on this way. I can, I can help give you some directions. Thank you, Nubis. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so just come down with me, and let's see. Uh, we can kind of go down here. Uh, there's a good couple exits. Um, but the best best is probably over here. And he's, like, taking you down different parts of the cavern, and suddenly starts, mm. parts start feeling familiar, and he leads you to, like, directly the room you started in. Mm. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh no. It looks like the room has been messed with. Like, this. you see the ceiling? This should lead a way out. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, <laughs> I suppose maybe I... I did that one. But that is what, how we got down here, was that mess. Oh, I understand. Uh, but that's a shame. If only we had something that could, like, move the earth, that would be good. Well, well hey! Part of the wand, but I don't oh. know how to use it. <laughs> well, here, I let me take a crack at it, no. since we've seen, clearly I have... The magical prowess. Yeah. I guess. I wave it around and I try and, like, point. <laughs> I, like, you do, and just as, like, magic starts to conjure within it, you you uh, feel a shock within your hand that prevents you. Um, Nubis, could Having you try? Having some trouble there? Nubis, could you try? I, I, I could, but... Come here, listen. We've been this short time together on a journey. And I want to see you fulfill your potential. Do you know how to use this? No, 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 no. I could certainly take a crack at it. And he hands you the wand. And I I point at some of the rubble and Uh, focus in the wand and try to to move some rocks around. You do. And it's it's at least initially successful. And Mm -hmm. then the rest of your ward begins to light up. Mm. Can you roll... On the wild magic table. I certainly can. Which is a D100. Uh, folks at home, the wild magic table, just because it is necessary to know, uh, is 100 different random things that could happen anytime Lucas tries to do magic. Lucas, what'd you roll? What's the number you roll? The number I rolled is a 97. 97. Which means that uh, I'm surrounded by faint ethereal music for the next minute. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'll be so excited to put that in <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, there's just music around him. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's it's kind of lovely little things. It feels a little alien, the music, but it's... As I'm moving rocks around and I kind of give like a glance towards Petra over my shoulder like, I'm sorry, did music come out when you were using the wand? I'm more of a classical fan, personally. <laughs> oh, good, good children. And face this world with what you learned here today, he says as like he's like behind you as you you're kind of looking up and you see that there's a clear staircase kind of being unraveled uh, leading up and you can see some uh, well not really light uh, necessary or yeah I, looking at the time scheme I guess it should be just about sunrise right now and you see mm. some kind of orange light of the sunrise encroaching. Cool. Uh, yeah. I could have that back now. Thank you for oh, clearing the... You know, no, I don't quite think so. Then I just slide it kind of into my back pocket. Mm. Do the knights know that you are able to do magic? I I mean, I didn't know I could do magic, so... 
Mm. No. So you're just going to go back, this wand, and... Turn in the wand, do my, 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 my good duty, and help uh, remove magic objects from this world. So I will go, I will turn it in to, um, Miss, uh, well, I'll turn it into Sir Humplesop, and, uh, and then I will, I will have succeeded on this adventure. You don't see the irony in that? Mm. Mm. Oh, I could spell it out for you. Sure, um, yes. I guess that'd be helpful. Uh, you're using magic to defeat magic. You're using magic to get rid of something that you claim is so, so horrible. You're fighting fire with fire. I could take the wand. I pull out my dagger. I could take the wand. If if I give you this wand, you're not... You won't tell anyone about what's happened down here? No. I'm not a snitch. All right. Seems fair. I guess we did fight off ghosts together. I can trust you to that extent. I hand over the wand. Thank you. After you, I guess. I kind of gesture Ladies towards first. the staircase. Okay. Uh, and I head up the stairs. Yeah. So you guys, you guys both head up. You're in a. Oh, bye, Nubis. Uh, you turn around Nubis. and Nubis is gone. Oh. Disappeared. I like Nubis. The real Nubis was the friend we made along the way. I made a friend along the way. I've got a fucking Hinklemeyer on my head. Uh, you step up into uh, a not so unfamiliar part of the Varzite Forest, though not the region you entered from, uh, enough that you could figure out your way home. Uh, there's some trees, you know, normal kind of jungly stuff. You see some rustling in the distance, and there's actually a hawk, a beautiful brown-shouldered hawk that is just kind of looking directly at you. It looks like at each of you, just a moment. I get the sense that this is not a real hawk. I mean, it, it looks like a real hawk. It's just, it's, okay. it's just looking at you. It's sure. nature. Okay. Not entirely unusual for, like, Varzite region sure. creatures to be mm-hmm. somewhat kind of curious about people who, who enter. Okay. And then it takes off just into the sky and flies deeper into the forest, way off, into the distance. Yeah, man, you're totally a villain, dude. I've seen lines like this used, like, a hundred times. Mm. Well, if you have any new ones to suggest, I'd gladly take. Uh, you're just way too into it. Just, uh, it's okay to be... Listen, I was a henchman. You know, I did my my time. We, we did some fighting, some chaos, working front lines and stuff. It's just, you're too into it, man. What do you mean? I'm committing to the bits too much or it, I'm too far into the evil thing? You just, you just really believe what you're saying. You know, it's okay to be evil. Just stick to that. Dude. Okay, Hinklemeyer. <laughs> oh, this blows. Oh, well, you're stuck here, so... And that's just all happening in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see or hear... Can't see or hear okay. any of it. Cool. Uh... <laughs> I think... I think... Once I, like, slip it out, like, out loud, I go, yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... My way back is that that way all right um, yeah i'm straight ahead still so uh i guess i'll see you next time we try to kill each other i hope not <laughs> good luck with your hand thanks yeah uh it's uh it's petra right Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure, and then we were in that sort of cave, and it felt like it had been, like, too long, and it just felt a little awkward. Anyway. Sure, yes, 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 uh, Petra. Yes. And you're Lucas, correct? I didn't yes. make that up. Yes, yes. Sorry for impersonating you. Mm. I didn't do that well of a job, so it's fine. <laughs> wouldn't put it past a villain like you, so. 
and so you go your separate ways. Uh, the reality, of course, is that you both live very near the same location, but I assume you're, like, obfuscating your kind of yeah. route. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. like, there's no secret about where, like, the HQ for the Dungeoneering is, mm -hmm. but the, the Seekers is kind of this hideout, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there's all of that, but you, you make your way back. Eventually, like, on the road, you're, you're greeted by some people who are able to, like, kind of find you and, and track you down and all that, mm -hmm. make sure you got home safe, cool. uh, and thus ends your adventure, your short time together in the dungeon. Sandra here with this week's mineral ads. <laughs> Have you considered taking pre-ball? It's a medicine for postmenopausal women like myself. Cassandra <laughs> here from the Syndicates of Secrets. When you browse the internet, you need to be safe, which is why you must use Canadian phones. <laughs> I eat children, but you don't have to with Uber Eats. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Look what I did in 